0: Guess what? We're back in this soap, this sailing style. Of course, I am your host, Michael B. Maverick. I know you haven't heard my voice hosting in a long time, child, but bear with me. Um, We're on the second week of Olympics week. Thank God, because days are back. Yay. Um, So, of course, Tony is making us work. So I decided to have another top five. This week's topic is top five deaths that we will never get over. And we have the whole gang here. Tony, Ariette, Dylan, and Grandpa. Say hello, everyone. Hey,
1: everybody. Hey, Hi.
0: Hmm, I didn't even get a list together. So I'm just going to go Amy, me, me, money, Grandpa. Number five death you'll never get over.
2: Okay. Technically, I wasn't watching but just reading about it pissed me off. Oh, um, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> um, it happened in 85. And it was... Watching. The deaths of Danny Grant and Theo Carver Sr. Who? Ooh, yeah, <laughs> those were
3: bad. I watched those. You, you have a
0: right to you be You picked that one out of your eye.
2: <laughs> no, I didn't. No, he didn't. Um, Danny Grant was is Valerie Grant's brother, Eli's uncle. Um, Danny was on screen... In the late 70s, early 80s. Um, he, he was dis- the bartender
3: w- at Shenanigans, I believe.
2: Yeah, he he was written out. They brought him back. And then he disappeared all of a sudden. And next thing you know, in 85, for the first time, we meet Theo Carver, Abe's little brother. And he comes to town looking for his best friend, Danny. He goes, he asks both for help. Both not able to help find him. Um, but it's it was really random reading about it Um, and it didn't
3: more so watching it
2: it didn't make a lot of sense and then I guess Danny had gotten involved in some skeevy stuff and ended up
3: with the dragon if I'm not mistaken and there was was, a mess
2: yeah he ended up dead and then at the end of the story Theo ended up dead too so (laughs) I'm like like, yeah
3: (laughs) His death breaks my heart, though, because like, oh, just watching it and then Abe, because Abe is there.
2: Because I've, yeah. the,
3: I've seen his death scene. He dies in Abe's
2: arms. Abe's arms, arms yeah. Oh. So I was like two potentially great characters could have done a lot for their respective connections and their families on the show. And it felt like, OK, kill Danny. Don't kill Um, Theo, too. There was just it just felt unnecessary.
3: And can we talk about how well they did casting an aged version of um, Abe's son, Theo? Because both Theos, Kyler and Cameron, look so much like Theo from 85. It is scary.
2: Yeah, I've noticed that too. But yeah, that was my number five. shouldn't have done it.
0: Dylan, number five.
4: Okay. Um, Well, first thing, like, when it comes to soaps in general, but they specifically, it takes a lot for a character death to like really get to me because I'm so used to them being undone, like be a recast or understand. Yeah, I
0: understand, or, turn, I understand.
4: <laughs> or whatever. So these that's why total... most of my
0: list composed. I'm sorry, but most of no, my t- list composed of throwbacks because
4: <laughs> <laughs> They are throwbacks. Like they did, did. No, no,
0: because yeah, because like the new yeah. deaths, do they hit you the same?
4: They don't. No. You don't because i'll check
0: back in six months
4: yeah yeah like even even when they hit you they don't hit you because you in the back of your mind you're like well i don't know if this is gonna be permanent so like the deaths that i i chose haven't been undone and don't appear like they ever will be so with that said the first one on my list is zach brady
0: damn damn oh my damn, my damn yeah <laughs> you no, he ain't, on my, he the ain't on my list yeah out the gate he
3: ain't, and
4: it's he like, ain't kids,
0: on my list but even still oh. right
3: Go right. scream! we have oh. talked
4: about this in the group chat so like this is the one this is the one and it's like kids dying on the soap is almost always a guaranteed tearjerker from cassie on the young and the restless to bj on general hospital
0: not but always
4: I- <laughs> oh yeah shout out to oscar but, um, and William
0: And we waiting for Weezer to die. She's not going back to Maxie. So
2: nobody's waiting for that baby to die. No. Wow. No, there's, only there's have a talked about this
3: Twitter that watched
2: that baby dead. Oh, Lord.
4: <laughs> the thing about Zach's death that, that was particularly crushing, and maybe it's just because I wasn't like deep into spoiler land at that time, was that I didn't see it coming. Me either. and so when he actually died, like I-, I thought, okay, he's gonna be hurt, whatever. No, when he, when they said that he died, died, my heart just dropped. And then <gasps> that scream that <gasps> both lets oh, yeah. out in yeah. the waiting room oh, he Christian, Alconzo, she did so this good. This day, she
1: well, did well, here's so the thing. good.
0: They swerved everybody because honestly, they had. Doug, they had Alice, and they had Sean Douglas. And when you have Alice Horton there, you automatically think, oh, he's gonna live, it's gonna change Carol around. and Sean were there, too.
3: Like, everybody
0: was there. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah, thought, see, I thought that's we were what... gonna get, like, a feel-good, rootable- the families pulled together, and now like you're Zach is literally
3: going to see them holding the rosary and praying. And then yes, comes no, yes. And, and then this was, what I thought.
0: This is how I really thought because remember they have Sean Douglas questioning God, and here you have yes. Alex, Sean Douglas Brady. And then you got have.
3: you have Hope saying we we don't know why God does what He does. No one does. No one can. We just have to trust and love and be here for Zach or something along those lines. Yeah. I think. I, and, and then, then five. And then you have Max, you have Max and Chelsea coming in, and then coming in to the waiting room, and then you have Lexi coming out, and then all it takes is the look on her face because Lexi raised Zach for the first two years of his life because of the baby switch. Right. So all Hope had to do was look at her, and she knew, and she completely fell apart. No, and, oh. no, no, no. no. <laughs> Uh, And then the uh, freeze frame on her face and then Bo is just holding her like, Dylan, I know this is yours, but oh my God, I so agree.
0: With that spare scream at the end that we didn't really need to hear, but they put the there in the way.
4: (laughs) And like, and another reason like I'll never get over it just because like it was Zach and it closed so many. Because I was fully, like he's a Horton, he's a Brady, he's Bo and Hope's son. I just knew that eventually he was going to be leading story like I just I just knew that so it was shocking to me that they would be like yeah no we're not we're not going down that route and then I'm never going to get over it because I did not like Swamp Baby
3: anyway I think I'm getting cl- we're getting close to her conception in our classic days binge and yeah
4: I I did not like Swamp Baby from the get go. She killed my Zach. I will never like her. I will never like her. And so, like yeah. Well, I
0: didn't see my what I didn't like about her. She was very much Gwen-esque. A lot of people let her skate off of that. and people were expected to let her skate because she's family. She's Bo's daughter.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And, Bo, honestly, and Bo was the one who gave her the keys to the car that night after she'd already had her license taken away. Or
0: Bo is very much like Billy off the Young and the Restless. He basically had a hand in his child dying and nobody lets him hold that ear
3: Oh, Hope did for a year. That's part of why they split is because she blamed But, him.
0: but at the same time, everyone else was looking at Hope like, you have yeah, to was like crazy. Yeah, and I'm like, bro, shall we not forget Hope grounded Chelsea and said you cannot use my car and Bo went behind her back and gave her the keys anyway just like Billy was negligent and let that girl sit in that car long enough by herself that she got blocks away to get ran over So I'm, to this day Bo and Billy are responsible for their child's death. So I don't care what hate, I hate to bring that up Dylan because because <laughs> now I'm mad at both, For real, for real. Oh, <laughs> I mean, no, I'm, I'm already,
3: listen, I, I'm still mad at him because like, he's trying to sell his fancy Facebook and what I'm watching in Days 97 and fuck him, man. That's where I am right now.
0: No, because I hated how everybody made Hope look so crazy for being mad. But if you sit down and you think about it, had both right not given be. those keys, had Bo not given those keys, Zach would still be alive.
3: And, you I, know, we can move on. <laughs> yeah, no, we can definitely move on, but I just want to say, Dave has a thing, because like, Dave has a thing of doing short-sighted deaths. Would you consider this one of those deaths that are short-sighted? Oh, is, Consi-
0: no, because quite honestly, that was the reason why Hope got so fed up and left in the first place. She lost Zach, she lost Bo, and then she lost Sierra. Now, mm-hmm. granted, Sierra was back, and there's no reason for her not to be die, but I always say Zach Brady is one of those deaths that they cannot undo. Because if you do, you undo a lot of both and hopes, angst, and reasons for them to be apart and hopes, grief. That's just one of those deaths they cannot walk back. And I'm glad they haven't. Me too. But Ariette, number five. So
5: um, my list is basically best based on, like, the deaths that have been heartbreaking and left an impact on me, like, in major or minor ways, but my number five is Sean Brady Sr.'s death in 2008. Oh, Oh, yes! And we know that Grandpa Sean died after giving up his oxygen mask to save Bo on this sabotage like, airplane that was going down, and... I don't remember much about the arc leading up to his death, but the reactions are still <sighs> like they—they still break my heart. All from Kayla and Hope trying to talk him out of it, to Bo finding out he was dead. Oh my god, they were so sad, especially Bo's reaction. No, Par- Caroline, no, too Pop. They- it was supposed to be me. Oh, that gets me every time and yeah Caroline's reaction was sad as well but those in the airplane they really got to me especially Bo oh my
3: god so yeah that is my number five.
0: Tony number five.
3: Um my number five and for my list I am kicking it back we're going old school and also um these are deaths that like affected me in the moment but all except one of them ended up being undone later but they still left such an indelible impression on me that I kind of had to pick them anyway and my number five is uh hope's acid drop death in 90 Ooh, Just, good one. oh everything about this broke me all the way down and I knew when I was watching it when I was doing my classic days binge I knew she was going to be alive in four years' time, but I still wept like a baby at their goodbye before she officially dropped her funeral with not Melissa singing tonight. I celebrate my love.
0: Wow, that was that was so unnecessary, and you know that was
3: she's (laughs) just not my Melissa, not Melissa. But she
4: didn't. She, she
0: could have just said Melissa and kept it running. <laughs> Tony, come on, bro. That's okay. so <laughs> bad.
3: Yeah, well, that's me. Had me crying. And then the moment that gets me every single time I watch it, because like after Hope died, Bo would not grieve her. Like he went through complete denial. Like he was just not, he wouldn't even talk about her. He nothing. And it was, he actually ended up having a random hookup with somebody trying to numb the pain. And it was after this happened, he left the woman that he hooked up with. He went to see Alice and he just completely broke down in Alice's arms and said, I miss her, Mrs. H. I miss her so much. And I just want her back and just, oh God, it breaks me down every single time. and that is my
0: number five great choice okay so for my number five this death was walked back but i'll never get over it and that is sean donovan not sean shane donovan's death and what's that 89 or 90 89
3: because that that was when because that hold on let me finish let
0: me finish let me finish and let me tell you why i can never get over it because it led to the most asinine, <laughs> terrible story oh. Oh. I have ever seen in my God given life.
3: It was, li- it was literally terrible. In, and it- in
0: all redacted years of my life, <laughs> I have never seen a story oh. so terrible. It was so terrible. I jumped from 1990 to Marlena's return in 91 because I just 89. Cannot-
3: it was September of 89.
0: I jumped it, that entire year because it was so Mountain Man Shane. <laughs> yeah, it was Mountain Man. Terrible Mountain, Man, Mountain,
3: Mountain Man Shane Man. with that with Weirdo Rebecca, and then you got Psycho Cal trying to yeah. Uh, oh, it was just all oh, all of that so bad, bad, oh, bad, bad, bad. And bad, 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 bad.
0: coupled that with the terrible story. What is his name? The Televangelist story that they had on days. Oh yeah.
3: I, that was going
0: on around name, the but, same time, too. But
3: Faith faith, um, faith um, was his, his daughter. But I can't remember his name.
0: What was the... I was can't either. All I remember She's is that terrible friend. him.
3: Marcus. Marcus.
4: And that was the only story he ever got. <laughs> and it was so that was going
0: him. on around the same time, too. Yep. So I just had to skip the year. I, I couldn't. Yep. I just hopped right back to when Marlena woke up in Mexico.
3: I said Sept- <laughs> September of 89 to the end of that year was the worst three months of television I had seen in a long time, and it took me almost a year to get through those three months because it was god awful terrible
0: like I know I talk shit about the tail end of nineteen ninety six but oh my god
3: that this was- that was that's caviar this was nineteen eighty nine
0: was spam it was bad, so that is a death that I would never ever get over they might as well just had Kim and Shane divorced I would have been much better off than that
3: because and the ramifications of that story basically that story basically ended Shane and Kimberly because while she thought he was dead she slept with Cal she
0: slept with Cal and he never got over it the bastard
3: never got over it like she must have been damn good in bed because he had her once and then he went cuckoo cocoa puffs
0: well, I'm talking about Shane because the whole reason they broke up is because Kim got pregnant and didn't know who the father was.
3: And she didn't tell him. Like, and it was good because Patsy was there for the actual reunion and Shane getting his memory back and all that stuff. The next day they <laughs> had recast her. Because I think Patsy had left for I think she had something going on. So they, the next day they had recast. I think her name was Ann Howard or something like that. And like, so the destruction of Kim and and Shane like, That
0: whole- Here's the thing. She wasn't even bad. No, she wasn't. She just wasn't Kim.
3: She wasn't Kim, but I was also grateful that she wasn't Kim because having to watch that story with Patsy would have destroyed me.
0: Yeah. But that is my number five, Shane Donovan. They should have never did that. Grandpa, number four. Uh,
2: My number four is something consistent with these specific characters. Um, it's one in particular that pissed me off because of the reason it happened. Um, it's the Damaras. I don't know why this became a tradition of killing off every Demera whenever they leave the show. <laughs> but I was about
0: to say, which one?
2: Who haven't they killed off? <laughs> and brought back <laughs> well, and killed, oh. killed off again? <laughs> um, Chad. No, the only person they haven't killed off is Chad and I think Peter. Um, but
3: no they fake kill
2: peter they kill so- they, they oh. Peter. <laughs> i don't know why they, they... kill that other one <laughs> but i don't i don't like it and the one that pissed me off the most is lexi carver
0: y'all okay hold on hold on hold on hold on she asked for that they the reason why she asked why for that, that? <laughs> Is because they were okay. using her. <laughs> I'll give you that one. Bobby said she asked for that. We can't bl- She wanted to be Jimmy Carter. We can't blame them for she that. Wa- one. She
2: wanted to yeah, work. But if and but they if let if her work, she probably wouldn't have asked to be killed off. Exactly. So yeah. yeah I, I
0: mean, I'll give you that one.
2: Unlike Peter Reckle, who didn't like his co-star, she, that Ooh. wasn't her issue. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. That was. That wasn't, it.
1: That wasn't <gasps> it. Apparently, I'm not the
2: only <laughs> That last time. time. <laughs> But
0: that last
2: time that wasn't it. Stop as that
0: mess it for no reason.
2: But Lexi Carver, it was very well done. I can't even lie. It was it was well it done. Was gorgeous. James Reynolds and Renee Jones put their foot in it. It broke my heart to watch. But when it came out why they had to do it, it just infuriated me because I wanted to see something for Lexi for so long. And they just never gave her anything. I was watching from two t- 2010 to 2012. I didn't, I rarely saw her. So her maybe arguing with Stefano sometimes, cussing EJ out, loving on Theo and A, but that's about it. She didn't ever have a story. And then fast forward two years, they kill off EJ. <laughs> just in one of the most ridiculous ways you could possibly kill off a Damara, let alone yeah. EJ Damara. I let was- them live with that one.
3: No, I didn't. Because
2: they, it, they... It was why him, but yeah. why 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 Billy Clyde struggle as y'all say, why? like why
0: Kill Billy Orpheus? <laughs> <laughs> what bothered me was was when they brought him back and didn't really bring him back. He was beef jerky for three years.
5: And it's interesting. We're gonna
3: see a recreation of that death. Yeah, this Dude. week they reshot they yeah. they reshot um the death flash. Oh the, damn the it! They scenes. are coming
2: back. But Mm -hmm. and then I started looking into shit. This is a thing they do with the Damaras. Like I feel like Benji's death was unnecessary.
4: Very unnecessary. I feel.
2: -hmm. feel, (laughs) It's just I want the only person whose death was I I was okay with in recent years when it comes to the Damaras is Stefan because he was an abomination. (laughs) Outside of that. I just don't think they need to kill off any more Damaras. Write them out. Don't kill them off. They're a family that can well, be used.
0: Well, don't
2: don't <laughs> handicap. Don't build. Them. No, here's the thing. Don't build the show around them and then kill them all off and handicap the show because that's what they did in 2014.
0: Well, they do it to the Hortons.
2: What made them indifferent?
5: I mean, there's. It, still it, it would a be lot different if the Hortons I, I, were.
2: were dom- it would have been different if the Hortons were dominating story at the time. It was when I started watching. It was the Demeras that were front and center. And then all of a sudden, because they killed off they killed off Lexi and Stefano in the same year. They brought Stefano back after Joe Muscolo cussed him out in the press. Then they turned around two years later and killed off EJ and Wait, s- basically what handicapped did Joe the show. Say
5: in in the
3: press,
2: I don't remember, but he dragged Ken Corday for film. <laughs> As he
3: should.
2: And then they brought him back in that damn silence of the lamb's mass. See what we have to go through to get I these like characters
0: down. <laughs> <That> <laughs> Let's just move on. That was Dylan.
2: ridiculous. Go, that's <laughs> my number four. They need to stop doing it. Go ahead, Dylan.
4: <laughs> it's funny because my number four actually kind of goes along with yours because my number four is actually Stefano.
1: And... okay? He's dead. <laughs> See, <laughs> See, no, no, ask... yeah,
4: his dead, his death, death. And here's the reason why. Oh, yeah, that was bad. Him. <laughs> 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 like, as long I know that's I... right have been watching days here's the thing though like every show has certain signature iconic characters oh, I know where as you're going long with this. as I have been watching days Stefano Damira has been a presence even if he's not on screen mm-hmm. he's always been a presence because When he wasn't there, he was still there because you always knew that the possibility of him popping up and creating havoc and chaos and confusion and making your faves miserable and bringing all of the drama was always just around the corner. Yeah. And so when he died, died, like died, like for real, for real, I didn't expect... There to be such a sense of loss and such a big hole left in the canvas, because there's so much of the history and so much of the identity of days in the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s is wrapped up in Stefanel and in the Demiras that they even now they have tried to fill that space and I I don't think that they have I I they haven't. don't they know haven't possible.
1: They haven't yeah
4: and he's like one of those once in a lifetime characters that I he's just irreplaceable and so it's like as awful as he could be and as evil as he could be he was so entertaining and so much fun
3: and I I actually I miss Stefano
1: Same. I do too
3: I know and it's sad because Joe is gone now yeah like we can't we will never actually have him back and like
0: I'll never Salem
4: without the feet. Like, like, <gasps> yeah, we, well,
0: did. we did have him back. No, we're not doing
3: time. that. We're not talking about <laughs> that. <laughs> they should have ended I, with I, they should have ended with checkmate.
0: Dina, I tried to cap for this show and DNC what y'all <laughs> do.
3: No, because you're trying to cap for Dina and that ain't that ain't fucking cool. Because when Dina did mess that no.
0: What what did she do? She was long gone after Stephen. that o. mask
3: thing. Oh, you're talk you're talking about Stephen O. Okay, I thought you were talking about her the final scenes, his final scenes, Joe Muscola's final scenes, which she just revealed was Shane wearing a Stephen mask.
0: Yeah, that's well, what I, I, I kind of I, I, I kind of like that. So I'm gonna let y'all ride. What?
3: No, that was disrespectful uh, as fuck to the history well, of the character.
0: But at the same time, the man. Ha- I don't know, maybe because I, I know what it's like. For someone, well, I never had it, but know what it's like for someone to be going downhill with Alzheimer's and dementia, I was just happy that he was there. If that makes sense. Yeah,
1: that's understandable.
3: That's understandable. And like his last,
0: like, I understood why. We we couldn't have, some. to be honest, we're lucky we even got that. You know what I mean?
5: I think it was. Been better if it ended with so, Marlena and Stefano, and that was the,
0: their final scenes. Like,
3: yeah, I also think it. Marlena should have been the one to shoot him and not hope. I mean, I'm fine with hope being the but, but
0: then him. people also for people also forget at the end of those scenes, they saw Stefano somewhere else. So I, I was all for it. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I,
5: I didn't need to see the whole mask reveal. I think ending it with him in prison and Marlena saying checkmate. That would have been perfect.
3: The yeah. moment, and even the moment, even with the hint that he was still out there, like yes, him being an omnipresent, that would have been great. Presence, like, and that that would have been
5: perfect. But the moment was it? was Shane who took off the mask. I was like, "What the hell?" That was to me. Uh, that was stupid. We we didn't need to see that. Having it just end there with him in prison and getting well, out uh, that was would, good uh, what, enough.
0: Yeah. Uh, 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 I don't know. I, I was good with it because I didn't want to see Stefano die in prison. So, <laughs> but right. I, I get what y'all are saying. We didn't have to. I don't know. Let's move on. <laughs> Anyways, um, where were we?
4: Dylan's number. Dylan, four. you're
0: still going, right?
4: Oh no, I'm done.
0: Okay, are you at number four?
5: <laughs> so my number four. It's interesting though because my list is still like mostly <laughs> the deaths I've been saddened like that have broken my heart not them frustrating me but more so like being sad about them. And this one is um from Sunset Beach. Mark Woopler's death on Sunset Beach in 1998. Um I don't know if you guys watched the show. Um did any of you watch Sunset Beach?
3: I vaguely remember that. Like okay. vaguely.
0: I didn't. I'm only tw- I'm only 20. <laughs>
3: I was a kid when I watched the
5: show. Which, speaking of, this soap is one of those that I got into as a kid. And seeing Mark's death, it was so sad to watch. Um, Because this character was just basically, like, all around a good guy, friends with everyone. And he died thinking his best friend killed him. So, basically, I'm going to give a little more context to those who didn't watch Sunset Beach. Like... Some of the, some of the main, character, main characters on the show were all stranded on an island, basically called the Terror Island. The storyline was called that. Um, and many characters, like mostly the minor characters, were being killed off on the boat while on the way to the island and on the island by a serial <laughs> killer.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> Listen, it gets crazier. That, hold on, it gets crazier. Um, Mark was the last character to be killed off and the killer wore a costume that resembled wait for it the scream costume and during a struggle with the killer Mark revealed the killer and saw that the killer had Ben's face behind it Ben was one of the main characters on the show and Mark's best friend and in a relationship with another main character named Meg and Mark's death eventually led to a lot of drama especially for Ben and Meg because of him naming Ben as the killer to another character named Tim who was also Meg's ex-fiance eventually the audience and the characters on the show found out that Ben had an
3: evil twin brother named Derek that's what I remember
5: yeah but this death like it was one of the show's that kept airing over and over and over again here in Sweden and on the Swedish channels because it was Sunset Beach was really popular and every time the storyline played out like I knew Mark's death was death was coming and I was so heartbroken because I knew how it would it, how it would end and I knew I was gonna see Mark struggle and then be killed and reveal the like the killer and see that it. Is Ben, or uh, so he thought it was, and they died thinking it was his friend, like who killed him. It was just, but it led to a lot of drama on this show. So I, uh, yeah, it's still. Is it
0: streaming anywhere?
3: Uh, I don't think there are episodes. There are episodes on YouTube. I don't know unless they got purged. But I do know there's a bunch of Sunset Beach on YouTube. I think think you.
4: (laughs) I think you will love Sunset Beach. Um, it it w- is very of the time though. Yeah, and like also
0: oh, so it's going to be a lot of cringy moments. It,
4: yeah, it is obviously. very of the time. Like even the opening storyline, like looking at it in 2022,
0: you're going to be like,
5: yeah. Oh, so, anyway. Um, what was it? Well, Did
0: I, I don't again? know because I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying JRU and So <laughs> <laughs> no,
4: it, it, no, because it's it's internet based. Yeah. It
5: started so, with like Megan Ben having like an internet yeah chat. basically
4: yeah meeting in a chat room like and,
5: she and it, she was lot. called Doherty from Kansas and he called himself like
4: what was it
3: so basically catfishing before catfishing was a thing <laughs> kind
4: of but no it wasn't each really other. catfishing they were yeah they were it was kind of like you've got mail yeah uh, where they yeah. like. <laughs>
0: But the thing is fell each other. Oh, oh,
4: yeah. Yeah. Where like I, they fell for each other in in the chat room. But like it was back in the day. Mm-hmm. And if you were on the internet back in the day, like the big thing was you don't tell anyone your real name. You don't yeah. tell anyone your look your real location. So like she's engaged. She calls off her wedding, does a full runaway bride and but runs. She called a- off
5: because like she's so- She found out that he was cheating on her. Tim was cheating on Meg.
4: Yeah, with like one of her bridesmaids or whatever. (laughs) So she does like a full on runaway bride. She runs to the town that he had mentioned in one of his chats to her and decides that in this town she's going to find this man.
1: Yeah.
4: That she has no idea who he is, how to find him, nothing. All she has is their chats. So that's like the opening storyline with yeah. Sunset Beach and like looking at that through like a 2022 lens there's a lot of moments where you're just like come on now <laughs> See, like come on now like Before, that it's full-on like internet cafes and yeah, yeah it's Before, a lot well, what it's is
0: very what? Hallmark-esque cheesy
4: no it's just no. very of the time like it like, Watching it in real time, it was very current. Watching it now, it's very dated.
5: But for me, uh, it's one of those soaps like, I don't know, it was very short-lived. Like, it had 755 episodes. So it's like, what is it, three It was, years? Uh, it
3: was only that short? Damn. Yeah, it was only on for like three years.
5: Yeah, it wow. was really, really short-lived. But to me, like, I don't know. This, I know a lot of storylines were really, like, out there and really stupid but there was a lot of storylines that i that i enjoyed like um i think one storyline was called shockwave or something like that dylan do you remember that storyline with both flipping all the way
0: shout over? out to tony for sending the link.
4: <laughs> do you remember the boat slipping all the way over like I, vaguely like i was in and out of sunset
5: i love the show i personally it's one of my top favorites after days um, it, it was a good campy soap. I think
3: I think it was...
0: Other than passion?
3: I would say so, but I haven't... It really was more much. realistic than passion. I legit just found every episode of Sunset Beach.
5: And, like, the whole... Back to...
3: <laughs>
5: back to my, like, this number four um, death. Mark's death was basically the catalyst... I would say to the whole Ben-Derek storyline and that kept going on back and forth throughout the show's run because we had Ben being held hostage and his evil twin brother pretending to be Ben and then Derek supposedly dying and then coming back and like it was a lot of back and forth and that was the main storyline I really enjoyed on the show. Um, But this death was the catalyst to it because... I think like Meg started having that nightmares um, and all of that drama that was with the storyline. But the death itself was just catalyst to so much mess. But yeah, that was my number four. <laughs> Watch the show, Michael.
0: Tony, number four.
3: Um, my number four, I think I'm going to do what Ari did, and I'm going to pick my uh, non days at number four and that is uh General Hospital Lucky Spencer and the fire death oh oh my heart when Lucky died in the fire okay so backstory I was not watching GH at this time I had not started watching GH for another five years at this point but about five or so years ago maybe a little more I decided to do a complete Liz and Lucky history binge I binged The moment basically from her rape to the moment he died in the fire in about three weeks. And when I tell you, I sobbed like a baby because I felt so hard for Lucky and Elizabeth. So I'd always seen like clips of this, this death without context. And it always got me because the performances were that good. But when I was watching it and I was a diehard Liz and Lucky stan at this point, and, like, I had seen basically Lucky's entire run up to this point, because I had gone back and done Luke and Laura stuff, too. Like, I was so invested in the character that watching him die eviscerated me. Watching Elizabeth holding the, the subway token and just falling to her knees, crying. Jeannie fucking Francis. Oh, acting, that scene on the
4: pier. That scene when on Luke the When Luke tells her.
3: Oh, and then the scene in the morgue—that was just so good. Like everything uh,
4: about that was so good.
3: Everything, just everything. And yeah, they undid it a couple years later, and we unfortunately got Jacob Young in the role. Was Lucky, but yeah. no, what actually <laughs> bit, like
4: ripped your heart out at the time, if you were watching, um, especially if you were watching with no spoilers, because they really made it seem like Lucky was dead, dead in that fire. And then didn't they
3: reveal s- him alive during the funeral? Wait, I'm just remembering it was, this now.
4: Yeah, it was like a two a week, two weeks later. So we saw everybody mourning. We got all of those performances. Like it, if you weren't spoiled, you just you Lucky was Lucky was dead. He was dead. And it wasn't fair because they were going to New York and they were gonna have this wonderful life. And, mm-hmm. and then Lucky, then they do this reveal. Lucky is alive. He's being held by Helena. He's being brainwashed by Faison. and there is a scene where he gets to a phone and he calls Elizabeth, but she was this, can't hear him. Was it still JJ then? Yeah, it was still JJ. And it like oh. uh, his final scenes are basically um, with Faison and he's basically telling him, "We will kill you. We will kill everyone you love if you keep trying to escape." And, like, the the ending for Lucky is, like, him playing chess with Faison, like, trying not to be brainwashed because he knows what they're trying to do to him. And you just know he's on his own. And then we don't see him anymore until not Lucky shows up oh my god
3: that's
4: that's giving Y'all
0: are me... really rude he's <laughs> no no baby
4: no like listen no no tea no shade no pink lemonade. I don't mind Jacob young in any other role he's done like I did he not just was wrong. I, wrong. I hated Rick Forrester but he was gr- he was a great Rick Forrester was I love JR. Him as Rick I, I
0: liked his
4: I I he gave me what I needed him to give me in order to despise Rick the way I despise Rick. <laughs>
0: He was just but, all my, always my sunshine boy,
4: <laughs> but like I loved him as Jr. But he, his lucky was not it in any way, At shape, all, or form.
0: Also, I don't call him Jr. because the first person who ever called him that was Billy Clyde Tug. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> why? Did, why?
0: Because <laughs> the writers are stupid.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the fact that it's stuck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, no, no. It's the fact that it didn't stick after it that. It didn't until he came back. back, yeah. Exactly. What, was it,
4: was it when Jesse he
2: McCartney
3: back with Babe? The... Okay, so he, they didn't start calling him JR until Jacob took over the role. It wasn't Jesse McCartney in the role. Not
4: because he was still junior then. From what I remember, he was still junior. It was when he came back with Babe that they started call JR.
0: But, yeah, I mean... Not lucky though. Come
4: on, man. No, no one likes that dude. That is <laughs> that's like the, one of that's the one universally, universally one of the on. not even G just G H. That is universally looked at as one of the worst recasts. Like I, I because that. he's but, not okay. lucky. He's You're not the- lucky. Here's the okay. I am a lucky Spencer Stan. I was there from no, day 1. I'm not doubting so you. like I'm let just me le- here's the thing with Lucky. Here's the here's why Jacob Young's Lucky gets dragged into a certain extent as much as we liked him as a person, as an actor, Greg Vaughn's Lucky gets
0: dragged. Yeah.
4: So the writing for Lucky Spencer when they played him that was not
0: lucky. Ah, uh, I see what you're saying.
4: He was written so out of character. It was just,
0: it, so would you it, say it's it not was lucky acting on both hands. or it was the writing that took everyone out.
4: It was mostly the writing that took everyone out because, like, it, Jacob Young is not a bad actor. Greg Vaughn is not a bad actor. It's just whoever they were playing was not Lucky Spencer.
0: Ah, uh, so there's no fault of the actors. That's the writer's yeah. fault. That sucks. I hate when they do that to actors, especially when we know they can act.
4: Because like everything that made Lucky Lucky was no longer there.
0: Because even though I love Cassidy Poverty's version of Eve, I can respect everyone saying that that's not their Eve because when she came back, it was a totally different character. So, I hate when they do that, but we can move on. Number four. Oh, it's my turn, isn't it? It is your turn, sir so I have a tie for my number four and it goes kind of hand in hand because it happens six months within each other but my tie for number four is Mickey and Alice Horton
3: ooh and they happened within the same year he was in January, she was in June within six
0: months of each other
3: the crazy thing is Francis Francis Reed died in real life like a month after Mickey died on the show, it's crazy
0: y'all Y'all, it, it it was Maggie couldn't catch a break because she lost her husband and the one mother she's had for decades within a span of six months. That's why I gave Maggie a lot of grace when I was dragging Maggie because that was probably the most traumatic thing I have ever seen to happen to someone on the soaps, and I know we see a lot, but to lose your family. In a span of six months, that was just a lot. And then they were basically writing it as Alice was never the same after losing Mickey. And watching the throwback episodes, after Tom died, Mickey and Maggie were her rock.
1: Uh
0: So to know that Alice just never was the same after losing Mickey it kills me to think about it It was just ugh. I know they wanted to honor Francis Reed but honestly I would have respected if they waited another year because it was just so much at one time like we had family flying in for Mickey's funeral and then we had to turn around six months and have more family fly in for I Alice's I think funeral. Marie it was, was just, there
3: for both was Jennifer there for both or did she just come yes, back yes Jennifer Alice. was there
0: for both she was there for both
3: I think we got Marie, Melissa, actual Melissa, and and oh, Jennifer. Who nice, is Tony? <laughs> uh, for, for Mickey. And then we got Marie, Melissa, Jennifer, Mike.
2: And Bill, that was too young. Wait a minute, hold on, <laughs> to you. He was. That Why are you saying that? You. No, Why?
0: Because that could have worked. That I, was I a great
2: deal. I didn't that have an issue deal. with him, but other people said he was too young.
0: You just got here at that point. So, my jaw.
2: I didn't know how old he was this supposed is, to be. Other people told you are me. You
0: weren't born yet. This is family history before. You weren't either. Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. I
2: wait, did Hold like on. him as Bill,
0: though. Wait, no, no, don't question me, because I've been watching days since I was knee-high to a grasshopper. Okay. <laughs> Not because you just tried. I, I was just born. I don't know. I've been here. Anyway. G.A. was my osmosis show. I was watching this. Hold on. What did I say anyway, wrong? <laughs> that I wasn't born. I, I've i been in these days streets. Now, hold on. I can say I was too young for a lot of stuff. But days is not one of those. Anyways. Yeah. It, it was just a lot. But that bill could have worked. That really upset me. Hold on. Because we could have had a great story if they actually did something with that bill. But yes, Mickey Dine, First off, I know we were tired of the recast, but honestly,
3: that w- that, I that last was recast they more. had worked though because who who was the one who who was from Knott's Landing who was um, Lucas's lawyer when he got out of jail in two thousand eight?
2: Kevin Dobson. We're, yeah, the only Mickey other... I didn't
3: the only Mickey I didn't rock with was John Ingle's Mickey, and whatever one they had in between John and. Um, between John and John.
0: John was too damn old. That's what was his problem.
3: Listen, John Engle should have stayed at GH and Jed Allen should have come over and been Mickey Horton. If Chris Kosicek can be Roman Brady, then Don Craig
0: <laughs> <laughs> could
3: have been Mickey Horton. I,
0: I'm going to agree with you on that one. I could but I, have lived I,
1: with I, that.
0: But that's my thought, honestly. I know we were stick with the recast. But I could have lived with a few more just to keep Mickey. Mickey, he wasn't needed as a lawyer. But I can honestly say once Mickey left, the magic of the Hordons left. Died with, with
3: him. him. Yeah. And I don't and, think I realized that until these classic
0: episodes, like you said. And look at the Hordons now. They're gone. Hortons are dying that they never died before. Um people hope is gone. Jennifer is gone. And honestly, I didn't feel this break in this separation of the Hortons. If you go back, it wasn't until Mickey and Alice died. And that is why it is tied for my number four. It's a good choice. Nick, number four, number three. Shit, I'm
2: sorry my number three um i think you'll like this michael um it's bill and laura horton for me um come on with the grandpa those were (laughs) two of the most unnecessary things i've ever seen in my life and we didn't even get to see one of them like back to back (laughs) it was within a year of each other
3: literally because he was in february of 2020 and she was in february of 2021
2: like, and, the, and, and the fact who's dying good this year. <laughs> Please don't say how well. Do not put that out there. Well, someone already well, someone is, is dying. Oh, I'm just right? saying, but from that family.
5: It's, but it's a tradition,
2: obviously. At this point. But um, Bill, Being i, I Bill
0: dying. Nothing. Was the Kate and Jennifer scene that happened? And that's it. Like,
3: and it I, still rubs me wrong if they
2: use that to celebrate Bill Hayes' anniversary. That That's my issue. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. <laughs> I understand they were in, Doug was introduced with, in prison with Bill, but why the hell do you have to celebrate Doug's anniversary by killing off a beloved character?
0: Like, they could have waited a few weeks and then acknowledged the fact of him co- first coming to Salem.
2: Like, <laughs> like it's just... And the thing is, I wanted Bill back for so long because I wanted to see him interact with Lucas more. I wanted to see him interact with Jennifer. I wanted to see him interact with his his grandkids. Because let's be
0: honest, Bill has never really interacted with Lucas aside for like a month in 1993. Yep.
3: And he barely interacted with Jennifer before that.
2: And I know that because that's the story I watched from top to bottom. I've watched Kate's introduction and Lucas' introduction. And I've kept trying to figure out why isn't Bill here, especially after Alice died. Bill should have been installed in Salem as the new patriarch, but he wasn't. And Bill then, and Laura
3: could have both been because I think they were kind of hinting, hinting at them being back together when they came back for Alice's memorial. And then they, they were just...
0: hinting at a Bill, Kate, and Laura triangle because Laura, and Kate, had I, went I over been okay to the with Horton that. House. <laughs> I will never forget, Kate had <laughs> went over to the Horton House to console Bill. And Laura was about to show her ass and Maggie told Laura, no, Alice would have wanted her to be here. Laura got jealous and Bill said, ain't nothing going on. Me and Kate ain't had nothing going on since Lucas was conceived. But they was playing on the triangle. And what the hell happens?
2: They all leave town the next week. <laughs> and then, of course, Laura's death. We've talked about it since it happened. We'll Stupid. talk about that later. It was stupid, pointless, and I know you're going to go in on it. So, that's my number three.
0: Good choice, Grandpa. Dylan,
2: number three.
4: Um, My number three, again, kind of piggybacks off of something that Nick just said. And it's a little bit different um, because it's not a specific character, but it's a specific type of character depth that they keep doing. And each time they do it, it just completely takes me down. And that is when they kill off characters with history or characters with possibility. And they do it with no regard to what kind of stories could have been told with those characters in the future. Hello. Or any kind of reverence or regard yep. to what their place on the canvas was in the past. And like sometimes they don't even kill them off with any kind of dignity, dignity or respect. Because, I mean, like yep. an example, like Neil Curtis.
0: Is he dead? Neil, Yes, dead? No. yes. Wait, yeah. Lord,
4: yes, and Neil. the way that the, and here's how we know, you want to know how we know Neil's
0: dead?
2: Oh God, I'm scared.
4: <laughs> we got a single line in conversation between Sarah and Maggie when Sarah came home and Maggie says, your dad would have
2: been so proud. To see what she he was talking, talking about, Mickey. No, <laughs> I th- wait. I remember those things, and I thought they were talking about Mickey too.
4: No, because they've never mentioned
0: Neil again. Uh, it
2: doesn't Neil
0: know, literally went to get Neil. the mail and was never
4: seen again. Yep, they have Don never too- mentioned. Don again. went
0: to file his taxes and never came back. <laughs> like
4: they've, and they've had opportunities to mention. I'm him.
0: single with no dependents too. So,
4: like the implication is pretty. I I mean, like there have been times where it doesn't make sense for him not to be. Ma- Sarah was about to get married. She never mentioned her father. Yeah. Not a not in passing. Not a nothing. Sarah's child died.
3: Nothing. Never she
4: mentioned died. Neil.
3: Sarah's child had cancer. Her father's a doctor. Never Why, mentioned Neil. I mean, Neil so, could have very easily didn't... been working at the hospital in Boston that they went to, but never mentioned him. But didn't he
4: die, like, didn't she mention that he died when she returned?
3: That's what I'm saying. We got that
4: one single line where Maggie's like, your father would have been like, to
2: see." Yeah, prophecy. it was technically implied, but they never flat out said that Neil is yeah. dead.
0: And but we, yeah, even then it was bad, because for all these years, I thought she was talking about Mickey. Me too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it's like,
4: because like, the it was the implication, and then it's all of the other things after that like all of the places where even a phone call, a card,
0: a letter he
4: he out he of here, y'all. Her sister
3: Noelle. But he yeah, never exactly. Everybody
4: else. everybody else gets every hell, they else. even
0: mention Liz.
4: Everybody else gets talked about. He out of here, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. So Damn it's like you, you have, so you have this character with all this history it's and all these so connections, <laughs> and he got killed.
0: Michael. Yesterday.
1: Okay, like
4: they the song, sir. So like they they killed right. him off like he was some random day player, and like from the opposite end of the spectrum, a character that they killed off with no regard for future story possibility would be Eli's father David Banning oh yes like you in this case you had a character who was relatively significant in the past and could have been reintroduced at any time to play into future story and killing him off closed the door on so much story for Eli for Julie for like that whole family there's so many roads that they could have gone
3: down that they can't go down now And they literally only did it to bring Eli to town, which is stupid, because they still could have had him. Exactly. It was
0: unnecessary.
3: Yeah, They still could have had him suffer from a motorcycle accident, have him airlifted to Salem Hospital, and have Eli come to town because he found out his father was hurt. Like, there's just... It it was really short-sighted and really unnecessary.
4: Like, for me, another character that kind of falls into that is also, like, Nick Fallon. When you look uh Nick, the, there was no reason to kill him. There's a million and three other ways to usher him off of the canvas and still have well, yeah, that character. Right. Like, mm. <laughs> you and still have that you, and then you still have that character available
2: if you need him. If
4: you need him. And clearly they feel like he brought something to the table because they've invented ways to bring him back. Yeah. And I mean, like, they... what did we really get out of that besides Julie's never-ending grudge against Gabby?
0: Jordan Ridgway is another one.
4: Exactly. You see, you picking up what I'm putting down now.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Like they, they keep going with you, you know, know. It's bad. when the writer
0: agrees. When the writer agreed that killing someone off is a mistake.
3: Yeah, he said killing Jordan was a mistake. But it's like. They they keep doing these
4: unnecessary and short-sighted character deaths, and the story that gets told is almost never worth the potential story in history that we lose. So like that's my number three.
0: All right, number three.
4: So
5: um this death was mentioned before. And it was talking about how unnecessary it was. And, like, especially when the actress wanted to do more. But it eventually led to her just wanting to be off the show. But, like, the, that scene itself was just so beautiful. And what followed was beautiful as well. So Lexi Carver's, Carver's death in 2012. Um, when Lexi peacefully passed away in Abe's arms due to the fatal tumor brain tumor she had I could not stop crying
1: it was just uh,
5: so sad but the moment I actually really lost it is when um, when it, her death was followed by Theo telling Bone Hope <gasps> we
4: just oh. went to
5: heaven <laughs> oh my yeah, god
0: they shit. don't remember that though they don't and they the, really and don't
3: and then the ghostly vision?
5: Yes, I was going going to bring that up. Um, oh. The ghostly Lexi visiting Theo and assuring oh. him that she will be watching over him and wanting him to k- take care of and look after Abe. Oh, I, hate my I hate this show. I hate this
1: show.
3: I hate this show. Did he say something along the lines of mommy's fine? She told me. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Yeah. He did. These scenes, I, I was watching them before. Uh, the, Bowen Hope were talking with, with um, Theo and Sierra was sitting next to him, and he he said like, "Mommy isn't coming back." And then, like, they were like, "Theo, what are you, what are you saying?" Yeah, he was
3: sitting at the table coloring, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, it was doing no, the
5: puzzle. Sierra was coloring. And he he was doing some puzzles, um, and then they were like what do you mean and he didn't answer at first and then he looked and i up think at them was it Bo said, who like, went
3: in the backyard to check
5: uh afterwards i think um but uh he said like mommy just went to heaven and hope and bo were shocked like they were you're like what i think that was when they they found found out that she had passed and I think yeah and then went they went in to- the backyard. But, oh, and those she... scenes
3: also break
5: my heart. Like, the way he said, oh, I just wanted to hug him.
2: Theo like, should have I mean, been the one to kill Andre, bitches.
5: hmm But, yeah, that is my number oh. three especially reactions back from Theo, Bone Hope, Abe. Oh, those scenes in the backyard, like, with the whole picnic set up and her just dying in his arms. And, J- oh, James was so amazing in these those scenes oh.
3: It is criminal that he did not get emmy nominated for those scenes yeah.
5: and we can still see like we saw it last year that lexi still has an impact in their lives and her death had a huge impact as well but yeah that is my number three it was just like the whole scene itself and the following scenes were just really beautiful
0: Tony, number three.
3: My number three um is when Marlena was presumed dead in 1986 when she blew up in Seven. John and, and Roman's house because of Orpheus. And oh this was actually the point. I'm assuming it's somewhere on your list too, but you know, I I had to because it was just that good. This was the moment I had decided to pick up my classic days binge because I had done like a John and Marlena history binge but they had skipped all the years that she was gone so like after she blew up the playlist I was watching had fast forwarded to the peer reunion um, to 1991 so I had missed all the stuff in between and I had kind of wanted to see John who was Roman at the time I wanted to see his story through those years so that was the point that I picked up and just the way Drake played it like, her death, and then telling Carrie in the pub, and she's like, no, this can't be happening, like, she has to be okay, because Marlena had just been rescued from Stockholm, like, a, maybe not even a month prior to this, and they were all getting ready to go on a family ski trip to celebrate her being home and them being a the family again, and they were about to leave, she went back in the house to go get something, and that's when the house blew up. Damn. And just oh God the way he screamed And like Abe had to like Drag him kicking and screaming out of the house Because he would not believe that she was gone And I think I don't think it was until he, They found her wedding ring in the house That he fully started To accept it and then telling Carrie and this was this was like right I think this was either right before or right After Christmas it was just all So sad and Bo And Hope finding out and Stephen, and Kayla finding out like it's just all so heartbreaking and sad, and it just. But the scenes, especially with with um, Carrie and and John and
0: Drake and Christy, were just so good.
3: And that is my number three.
0: I guess it's my turn for number three. Um, where've all the good men gone, and where are all the gods? <laughs> oh.
2: Yeah, I can. I can change my number
0: two now. Bo Brady. Oh, that death gutted me, especially when he died. The whole stars yelling, "Brady, come back to me, Brady!" Oh my god, y'all. Tears,
1: tears. tears.
0: That we waited a month for Bo to get home, a whole month, and he died the next damn day.
3: And like, oh God, I was a weeping
0: mess. I want Bo back. Bo is severely missed. And it's needed. He's very much needed. It would
3: have to be a recast. Peter's in New Zealand. He moved? Yeah, he's living in New Zealand now.
0: I, I have a suggestion, but they would no. have to have the handcuffs ready. No. No. <laughs> I'm just saying, if it's a bow, it should be a bow. We know. It
3: have to be. But also, well, Christian Alfonso isn't even here,
0: so it'd be a recast. Hope anyway, it is so. exactly so. <laughs> I was like, about to. But Bow dying left a severe hole in the Brady family. Considering we didn't have Kim, and Roman was barely doing anything, and at the time, what was Kayla doing? She just um, come back. <laughs> Yeah, so it, I don't know what it's been, but it seems like we have had many cannonballs to each core family on this show. Yeah, to where it's the Bradys. I will say the Bradys have built their way back. We'll see, Era and Claire, and I wouldn't count Allie as a Horton as a Brady, but Sammy being back, we have seen a resurgence of the Bradys, but the Hortons. I feel like with losing Bo as well, that caused a major shock within the Horton family as well. Because let's be honest, Hope hasn't been the same since.
3: No, losing Ho- losing Bo destroyed her
0: in a lot yeah. of ways. Yeah. So Bo Brady, number three. Number two, Nick.
2: Um, this is where I'm gonna put my death from another show. Um, because. It would have been Bo Brady, but you mentioned it already. I'm um, going over to Port Charles, and it's the Quartermains for me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which <laughs> yeah, one? Because...
3: Emily, Alan, AJ, and all of the above.
2: Yeah. Right? All, all the unnecessary ones because I started it, watching. There's only one that really grinds my gear. Um I started watching GH in 07. So I didn't know a lot about the show, but I knew immediately that I liked the Quartermains. And they killed Alan within. That's
0: the one. <laughs> Two
3: weeks <laughs>
2: they, if you started to watch. Yeah, probably. probably It was probably the week I started watching. He was dead by that Friday. And I went and seeing all, all the Quartermains, like, rally around him and grieve him. I was like, okay, so what are these Quartermains about? And I went looking. God help me. I shouldn't have <laughs> <played>. <laughs> But I immediately fell in love with this chaotic family. And then to nine months
3: later, they killed the end
2: to end the damn year. They killed off Emily. I was like, you bastards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whether it was the Emily you liked or not. I think killing Alan in February, <laughs> killing, killing Alan in February Alan- and killing Emily in November of that same year, literally decimated that show.
3: And then add in Georgie in December, who I know is not a quarterman, but still 2007 was a blood te- year.
2: Technically, she was married as she was a married quarterback. Yeah, so- she, <laughs> she married
3: Oh, that's but true. But
2: it was just, it felt so unnecessary when I watched in 07. I didn't, I didn't have a lot of knowledge about the show. But then to fast forward seven years later, where they reintroduced AJ after years of people wanting more. For the Quartermains, you finally get AJ back on canvas and you kill him again. Like why? <laughs> like, I just, and stick don't... Him in,
3: or just stick him in a terrible story beforehand.
2: Hello, people. Yeah. Like, I just don't I understand it was an ABC. Apparently, it was an, an ABC mandate. They wanted to get rid of the Quartermains, but I don't understand that. Let's be real. The cassidines, the Quartermains, and the Spencer are the show, are the families that put your show on the map there's no way around it uh the quarter were introduced in 77 created by douglas marlin introduced by gloria monte who helped save your show from cancellation and you built up that much iconic history all to just shit on it within a year and, and then consistently only, doing it over and over again
4: not only that like specifically with emily whether you like her or whether you liked her or not. The type of character that she was yep. was needed and necessary on the show, and they have never been able to successfully replace her.
2: Ever. Ever.
4: And Nicholas
3: as a character has never been the same since she died, and they keep trying. We've had
4: Sabrina. We're suffering through Willow. Like they, <laughs> they keep, they keep bringing it. They keep bringing in the quote unquote good girl, the
3: quote unquote quintessential heroine and it keeps flopping and they have somebody they could actually make that with and it would work and they refuse to use her and that's molly that's
4: true but Uh, they're not gonna they're not gonna write for molly but yeah it was (laughs) you not liking molly doesn't change her character archetype like, literally the only bad thing Molly has ever done was sleep with Brando when she thought, she thought that TJ the had wallet. broken up with her. The wallet. That's a bad <laughs> gift. That's not a
2: bad That's thing. a
3: bad gift that does not make her a bad person.
2: <laughs> mm. Continue. But, yeah, but it was, it was the court of mains for me. And I, I just, I don't, I don't get why ABC would want to do that. I just don't yes. understand it.
4: It's like Emily was Lila's heir apparent, and they have yeah. never been able to fill that slot. They keep trying.
2: Yeah, I mean, they have quartermains here, but it's still it's still not the same. It's it, not it's, the same.
3: It's Stuart, diluted.
2: Yeah, Stuart Damon was was with us until last year. That's yeah. when Alan should have died. Alan should not have died in two thousand seven. Then you can't do
3: a
0: tribute because he's been dead for ten years.
3: Despite the fact that they promised one.
0: Yeah, <laughs> did they? They did. and then it's like the
3: the quarter mains
4: that we have a lot of them aren't played as quarter mains like really the only current quarter like of the younger generation that we have that's actually played as a quarter main is brooklyn michael is a current though so he's not a quarter main
2: yep and uh, drew don't really count does he
4: We we don't see like we don't see dylan's not in town (laughs) we don't see him
3: we don't see Sky. Lila Ray's not
0: here. We don't even see Monica's children. All her children are dead.
3: He means Danny and Jake. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not played as quarter mains either.
2: No, they're not. They're really Most not. Offenses,
0: which I get, but at the same time, come on. You're forcing us to watch Jake. Not Jake. You're forcing us to watch whatever that man's name is. He's under some rocks. Bam, bam, rumble. <laughs> play father of the year when he's really terrible
2: so like, the quarter main he wasn't G.
4: really played as a quarter main.
2: he wasn't he was a like corinthos yeah
0: <laughs> i could have said something but we're gonna move on <laughs> dylan number two
4: okay, um my number two is a two for one and even though they happened years apart, they still, like, for me, they go together because of the way they hit me. And that's Tom and Alice Wharton. Oh, oh. yes. Oh. Yes. Because, like, they're the definition of comfort characters. And they were, like, the heart and soul of Days of Our Lives. Mm. Like, when you hear that music cue, and then you hear McDonald, Carrie tell you, Like, sands through the hourglass. So are the days days of our our lives. lives. You know that you are in Salem. Yep. You you know that you are home. You you know it's about to go down. And, like, Frances Reed, her Alice Gordon was just, like, the grandmother that everybody wished they had. Mm -hmm. She's just so wonderful and oh hello dear (laughs) and when she would throw shade (gasps)
3: she hated me she hated (laughs) oh the way she hated peter oh my gosh
4: i'm
0: jennifer rose there how are you darling peter peter
4: right (laughs) her whole face which i just i love her i loved her so much and it's like they were our anchors like you saw tom and alice and you knew you were watching these Our life And I think the show has done a really, really great job of honoring their legacy. And we have amazing vets on the canvas currently that we cherish and that we love, but like they are just they are definitely missed. They're (laughs) definitely (laughs) missed. And like you can you can feel their absence.
3: So that that's my number two. Oh, I completely and wholeheartedly agree.
0: Great choice. Who's next? Oh um, are yes.
5: yes. So my we're on number two, right?
1: Yes.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Okay, good. <laughs> uh, so my number two death, um, is John Black's death in two
0: thousand seven. Oh, good answer. Good answer.
5: This death is one of the most realistic deaths I've seen. I've ever seen on a soap. And it, it's
3: so brutal.
5: Yes. And it was outside. Um, it was just like, ah, uh, like the moment I watched these scenes, like I was sobbing like a baby throughout their entire thing. And I, I don't know that I
3: could ever rewatch it.
5: I love drama.
3: So <clears throat> for
5: me watching this again, I know I will be crying, but this whole scene was just really like the way they filmed it and all of it. It was just so good. But anyway, back to what I was saying. Um, All of this eventually led to Robo-John Robo and all of that mess. But <clears throat> his death lives rent-free in my mind to this day. From the moment John was hit by the car and Marlena screaming no to and
3: him. And then Belle showing up?
5: Yes,
0: to oh. Bell showing up. Uh, I like how... I loved how Marlena became what Marlena became after John died mm. because Ooh, she, she just stopped fucks. giving a fuck about yeah. all that shit. Bro. She called Belle a hold of her face.
5: <laughs> she, like, oh, um, <laughs> uh, as I was saying, what she did?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I oh, will dear. never forget. I will never forget that moment because Belle had let Philip babysit Claire, and Marlena was telling her, "Now you know you' dare wrong for that, Blair." <laughs> And Belle was coming with, well, Claire was a child of love like me. Remembering you and that and Marlene Like, like nah, baby, you was just home. <laughs> that was different circumstances. <laughs> I missed that, Marlowe, but that was fun.
5: Yeah. Um, but I was as I was saying, like this, his death lives ran-free in my mind from the like from the moment he was hit by the car to Marlena screaming no to Bell showing up and being like. Heartbroken crying and all that to John dying in Marlena's arms while being surrounded by his his loved ones in the hospital. But her telling
3: him it's okay, he can go. And then, oh. And I also,
5: if I remember correctly, this kind of impacted Belle as well. She was starting to hoe
3: around that year. Yeah, because she didn't didn't sleep (laughs) with Philip until after um, John had died. I'm pretty sure. she was because literally, um, as as she's upstairs sleeping with with Philip, Sean and and Hope are downstairs in yeah. the pub, and Hope is talking about like she just lost her father. You have to give her some room. She's not going to betray you. She loves you.
5: Yeah, that I was thinking if that, that well, that's
1: aired. just rude. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. like you literally can't hear the voiceover as Philip and Belle are upstairs fucking.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hilarious. Oh, Jesus, good lord. I will say this. Don't run this back. Don't run it. We liked it, but don't run it back. We had to put that out there because, you know, they hear we like something and then (laughs) turn it completely around. (laughs) Yeah,
5: but it was... uh, This this scene itself, like, it is one of the most realistic deaths on a soap. And every time I watch this scene, I... uh, I just get into it because of the performances and like how it was filmed and his death scene. Whew, yeah, so that was
3: my number two. Tell me, number two. My number two, I have a feeling this one might be on your list, Michael. And if it is, I'm sorry, but my number two is Roman Brady's death in November of 1984 when he, went, not. Off, uh, when he went off of the cliff. Like this is a moment that I can watch hundred times over and it will still devastate me just as much every time I watch it as it did the first time like him going over the cliff Bo finding him the and this is one of those scenes where the music is everything because like the music cue as he lays there like as he lays in Bo's arms dying like it's just it's heartbreaking and then Bo having to call home and tell them that Roman is gone because they're on a deserted island. Lord,
0: Kim. Lord. oh, Kim did it for me.
3: And then and so he, he, you know, he's the only thing that takes me out is that it's not Peggy McKay and Frank Parker.
0: Yeah, that's why I don't really count. They weren't there. (laughs) (laughs) They they (laughs) learned off screen.
3: <laughs> and then it's just it because like and Bo's just apologizing. He's like, I'm so sorry, Pop I tried, but I couldn't help him. And then you have you have Kim in the background crying, just going, I, oh I want my brother. brother so to that's that's and, that's... and I just it and then Marlena, like Marlena Deidre did amazing because like she's on the phone, and then you hear, like, he says Roman's gone. And she literally drops the phone. She starts walking towards the fireplace, and that's when Sean picks up the phone. But then, like you could literally see, like Marlena just completely left the building, and you just hear their their music cue playing in the background. Which the only good thing Roman and Marlena ever gave us, besides Sammy and Eric, was stop, this stop. epic, stop. amazing music cue. <laughs> you rude, <laughs> no, no, yeah, wrong wrong you. Roman <laughs> Yes, you she. Do
4: okay, do now we're gonna have to argue. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Okay, like this is a pet peeve of mine. This is like a pet peeve of mine. When people who were not watching in real time, so you can't get the cultural impact of certain things, go back and watch and you don't feel something. And because you don't feel it, you discount it or dismiss it. Like, look john black would not have been able to be john black and be without the impactful character mm-hmm. that true. he was without roman that love story wouldn't have had the weight the emotional weight and grounding to it that it had had it not been for the history of roman and marlena that
0: is true that is true so I that l- back. listen listen 80s roman and marlena they were it i'm, I'm gonna have to say it they were it It was the nineties that tore them down, but
3: the nineties were bad. I mean,
4: like, I was like, you don't have to uh, see here that, like I said, it doesn't matter if you feel it or not. They were what they were. Had they not been what they were, they wouldn't have been as popular as they were. They wouldn't have been the phenomenon that
0: they were. Like Like the Taylor who Romans wouldn't have the impact that it had if not for Roman and Marlena being it back in the day.
4: Like, it may not have worked for you personally, but you don't get to say that they weren't what
3: they were. Yeah, that's true. I take that back.
5: I was gonna say, like, the few scenes I've seen of Wayne's Roman in the early 80s was not it for me, personally. For you,
4: but he, Ray, uh, Wayne's most Roman definitely is the he reason some, yeah. Roman he was, was Roman. Like, y'all. He
0: most definitely had dick moments, but I yeah, would be those, lying those if I didn't say they didn't. what ha-
5: took me out, but I haven't... But I would
0: be Japan lying Europe. to say that okay. they weren't it because I can watch The Officer and The Gentleman to this day and think, Roman or Marlena, that is their movie, that is their song. They, oh, that's right. They had,
3: was Love Us Up Where We Belong.
0: Like, they were it. They, they had something back in the day. We can't... Now, nah, they have a terrible, terrible, terrible terrible ending but we can't discount that because back in the day they were like people still my grandmother still talks about how Roman and Marlena was back in the day like she, she was literally tell you they did a hatchet job to Roman in the night he was a dick but he wasn't that bad
5: I still won't get over how um this was in the how early was this was this the 70s when Samantha had just died and Roman, if Roman
3: was there, it had to have been, I think I think Roman came on the scene 80s. in eighty two or eighty three.
2: It
5: was yeah, eighty one. Yeah, it was really early eighties. Yeah. And what really threw me off from Roman in that era, I haven't gotten that far far yet. But when Marlena was basically, she had went gone through so much trauma, and then Roman just slapped her, and he was being such a dick that I couldn't get over it. Oh, okay. Like,
0: Okay, like, now, that was exactly
5: how Roman was
0: before we but, ho- but you the have whole to realize, yeah, but you have to realize that wasn't a Roman issue, that was more of a sociable social issue back in those days because it was socially acceptable to slap a hysterical woman,
4: yeah, I guess. But no, there's no, I guess there. Is, see, that's okay.
0: Mm-hmm. If yeah. you are
4: going to run back, but it, I'm just shows saying, like, from from time passed
0: you have to accept you cannot accept that, watch the, them yeah.
4: without you cannot watch them without taking into consideration what was what the time at was. the time yeah you, you have it's to socially like,
0: accept that that was acceptable back then that doesn't I mean, make like there's a yet. whole right like now. spoof
4: of that on like if you ever watch the movie airplane there's like a whole parody spoof of that where they have the lady screaming like in her seat oh my god the plane's going down the plane's going down and the passengers just line up one behind the other <laughs> slapper the- slap <laughs> like yeah. i get it certain things are going to hit you wrong but you also have to understand that I understand you're that not, it was You're not time. watching through the lens of when this was written, when it was presented, what what media was back then. Like, like I we're understand watching it now, that it like, was
5: oh very much of its time. I get and respect that Roman and John. Jar- because back in the Roman day, Roman and those Marlena women
0: probably would have been like, "Oh a man, sp- he slapped the hell out of her. He's a man." Like, I respect like- that.
5: <laughs> I respect that Roman and Marlena were like special to the show or, and fans. But I never got into them that during that era. And
4: but you weren't there.
3: Yeah,
5: but I'm watching it right now, or not right now per se, but like I've been but watching. But you're it also
4: and- like you're not okay. Like wait you, um, you, that right. doesn't
0: give you the right to discredit it because you weren't watching then in that moment. You're like, watching I mean, with the 2022 mind view.
4: And not only that, but you're watching having watched other things. Like you're you're never when you go back and this is for anybody when you go back and you watch something that's already been played out because you have to you're erase everything that happens it,
0: after mm-hmm. you
4: can't you you already have certain biases and certain expectations and the thing is though, certain, i like roman i like him since it, it's not the same as as going in clean you're not going it's, in yeah clean. it's
3: definitely not, I, we,
1: we
5: is, I've, not never, I've never i've never actually recording. had an issue with roman until I went back and watch, watched his early stuff. I've never had an issue with Roman at all. Um, I noticed a lot of fans on the timeline did, but, n- like, for me, i like, I, I never ha- personally had an issue with Roman,
4: but when you, I- we're not
0: saying it's just you, but we Yeah, no, it's not just you. The Roman and Marlena thing. It's
4: it and- not even just I, that. I, it's just, like, because like, like, for like, me personally, me myself, um, I don't really speak a lot on Luke and Laura from General Hospital because I missed the years that made Luke and Laura Luke and Laura, like that whole phenomenon that they became. That was before my time. I was not there for that. I got Luke and Laura in the '90s, and so the Luke and Laura that I got had. Oh,
3: you got the toxic version.
4: Yeah, I had (laughs) like I had a few good months with them, and then
3: like from the moment Lucky got shot. Their stuff started sliding off the rails. I don't even think oh. you got months. I think you got weeks because they they came back. I want to say in October of ninety three. Yeah, and so it's like I can,
4: I I I can see the chemistry. I can see the magic. I can I can understand how they became what they became. But the couple that I got was not was not the couple that like my mom and my aunties and like the couple yeah. that i got was not the couple that got like uh, 30 million people to tune in to watch them get married. So like i don't ever really like for me they don't do it for me because i didn't get what they got, but i'm never ever ever going to discount them because that is the super couple of all super couples whether pro you know as problematic as their beginnings may have been, like nobody in history. On any show, on any level, was touching that. Like they, they were a worldwide cultural mainstream phenomenon. So I can't sit here and say because I got something different. Luke and Laura were not what
0: they were.
5: I mean that makes
0: sense. See, I keep keep in mind when I watch throwback episodes of any soap, I go in with the mindset of. All the shit that I've seen and I know about after this moment is delete. It's not in my head right now, which is often why I end up following for couple that I know are doomed at the end. Jack and Laura, for example, because I I completely erase everything that happens after
3: that. But I think also, too, like it's it's it can be very hard to do that. Because as much as we try to do that, I think part of the reason why we're having such an issue with 97 is because we know when and how things end. So watching all the fake outs, is just not, it's so hard to get through, but yeah,
0: it's hard. Yeah, I, I can get you on the fake outs, but as in like opinions on characters or things they say or their actions after that point, I kind of forget it. Well, try to forget it because again, I it, it will cloud my mindset so much that I end up hating what I'm watching. And I would hate for that to happen. So I just go, okay, all this shit, delete, you know, go to the files, put it in the recycle bin for a little bit and then bring it back out.
3: (laughs) But yeah, Roman's death is one of those things that, like even just hearing the music that they used in that scene will bring tears to my eyes. And there are not many things that I can hear something and automatically be transported back to the moment where it took place. And that this is one of those things
0: for me. Good choice. That's a nice discussion. My (laughs) number two will have to be Marlena Evans dying in 1980. December 86.
3: Or are you talking about the plane crash Mm -hmm. in
0: 87? I'm talking about the plane crash in 87. Tony. Failed to mention the part where she was going over her Marlena Evans recap. So I'm going to do it. As the resident <laughs> Dr. Marlena Evans name. What Tony failed to mention love yourself a
3: psychiatrist.
0: You, yeah. Cause, makes sense because I'm... Well, because I'm in the psychology field. So it, it makes sense. <laughs> it really does. No, what people don't know, I actually got into psychology because of Dr. Marlena Evans. So... <laughs> What Tony failed to mention was when Marlena quote unquote died in that um, house crash with explosion, yeah. She actually didn't die. Because soon after we saw Marlena's funeral, we hop forward to an island and we see Marlena swing another swing because she didn't really die. And um honestly, shout out to the days writers because had I not known like that was going on, that would have been an experience to watch. I envy those people who were watching back then without spoilers and saw that. Right? Because I know that was a mindfuck because it was for me and I knew it was going to happen. But anyways, after everyone figures out that Marlena is still alive and being held by Orpheus, John does his, well, Roman at the time, does his damnedest to get to Marlena. He figures out that she is on a plane. He gets to the airport. What do they call that little thing? The command center? Air traffic He's control. trying to get, to, yeah, he's trying to get Contact to the plane. You hear my Elena over the intercom pleading with the plane driver, "Please stop! I don't want to die." Please, yeah. I don't know why I can't find the words today, but (laughs) please, please stop the plane! I don't want to die. And next thing you know, they pan over to the sky, and that hole just blows the fuck up. And all you hear is Roman yelling, "No!" And honestly, you don't even hear it.
3: you literally see it, like they. You don't. You just it goes silent, and you just see silent them screaming. And, see,
0: like, and the reason I put this on my list because I was recently watching the Never Say Never, the Deidre Hall story movie, and they. Which is on that, Amazon that,
3: Prime for those who might want to check it out.
0: Yes, it's really good. It, remember when I brought up erasing things that you already know? You have to do that because she plays with the timeline a little bit. Yeah. But, <laughs> It makes sense, though, at the end when she talks about 20 long years. So it made sense why she kind of condensed it. But, yeah, back to what I was saying. Very good stuff. I wish I was able to see those scenes live, spoiler-free, not knowing what was going on. Because, my God, that was amazing. So, number one.
3: Before we go on to your number one, there's a piece of this you forgot to mention the letter do you remember when he got that letter from marlena and they had that dream final goodbye
0: yeah but i try to forget that mainly because it was kind of um like shitted on with marlena coming back <laughs> but it was so remember, beautiful it was good it was great but remember when marlena came back as a ghost and told john to move on <laughs> oh we're so beautiful Okay, now it, we can it, move on. It was, but then she came back, and then I was like, "Well, who the hell was that?" <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Nick, number one.
2: Uh, my number one is a tale of two Davids.
1: <laughs> Ooh, I thought you oh. was going
2: somewhere. You know what? Um, the unnecessary as death of David banning in twenty seventeen just to introduce his son Eli <laughs> at his funeral. Um it will forever piss me off. Dina Higley, you ain't shit. <laughs> and um and my thing is with David, because before there was a Will and Sammy, there was a David and Julie. And they did so much with those characters in the late in the early 70s and the early, late 70s, early 80s that to just kill him off that way it felt wrong and I don't think they got all of the use out of the character that they could have especially if they were going to introduce Eli Um, and then fast forward about a year and a half later Lonnie gives birth to Eli's stillborn son David Abraham
0: and you know something
2: I was for that baby dying, and let
0: me tell you why. Because I wanted a chance for black folks to get compelling story. What left a bad taste in my mouth was the white baby lived. That part. Um that, that and I know that's a terrible thing to say, but when we already have so few black characters on and you kill a chance for a new black character to come on and then you have another white baby come on, the optics is terrible.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, it was a bad look. It was a very bad look. Also, in story, once it came out that Lonnie was carrying Eli's child, Eli and Lonnie kind of got shuffled to the back burner. Like, they didn't have a lot of story. They didn't do a lot of preparing for the baby. And then after the baby died, the characters were kind of in limbo. It's like they didn't know what to do with them. And they eventually, Eli and Lonnie eventually got together, but that wasn't until December. So I just, I just felt like it was unnecessary. Both deaths were very unnecessary. Um, David's David Senior's death is still ridiculous because Doug and Julie were going through hell a few months ago, and none of their kids are there. Hope's not there. <laughs> David's dead. Don't he, they? Don't got no more, right?
0: Douglas, do we even mention him? Do
2: they? Do they, they don't
3: mention him. Yeah.
2: Do they count him? Um, but like we're worried about the Hortons grasp on Salem now. David would have been the person to bring in to help bolster the Hortons. Even though he didn't have the Horton name, he, he was...
0: Never, he, they never played him as a Horton either.
3: They could bring Scotty back and do that, but they won't.
2: I mean, he lived with Tom and Alice at one point because he was pissed at Julie. He but he was enough still, of a they, Horton.
0: Even still, they I, I get what you're trying to say, but even still, you know how they have certain family members like Allie is a Brady but they never play her as a Brady until they want to
2: yeah true but I don't think, they do with David I don't think that was the case with David Banning from the from what I've read and looked up it seemed like he was very much a Horton because the Bannings overall didn't really matter <laughs> the Bannings were an extension of Julie and Julie was the Horton for a long time um but I they can still bring David Banning back if they want to. I'd be all for it. You can recast them or bring back Greg Marks, but that's one death. Those are two deaths I will never be okay with and never get over. That's my number one.
0: Oh, okay. Dylan, number one.
4: Um, My number one is actually from a different show. It's from The Young and the Restless, and I know this is probably going to be like a little bit of a controversial choice, but for me, it's Drusilla Winters.
2: That's and not controversial. That makes sense. Mm. <laughs> it makes all the sense in <laughs> the
4: world.
0: And I get it, but at the same
4: time. No, oops, stop. Let me, let me give my reasoning because you're about to step in it. <laughs> um, I am very, very vocal about the fact that as a Black woman watching soap operas, other than Angie on All My Children, Drusilla is the only Black female character on a soap that I have seen that has been allowed to not only be written in soapy, dramatic stories, like her white counterparts, but she's been allowed to be written in those stories in a way where her blackness was not erased or ignored, but it was represented and respected. She got to be vulnerable, she got to be flawed, she got to be ambitious, she got to be over the top. She got to be a complete character and that's not something that black women are usually afforded in this genre she was drew was the foundation that the winters family rested on they built around her and when she was gone that family and the space that they grew to occupy on the canvas started shrinking and being diminished and it has never been the same since there has never been another character in daytime like Drusilla Barbara Winters. And knowing the way that Victoria Rowell had to fight backstage for this character, I don't think that there ever will be another character in daytime like Drusilla. And for me as a black woman, that is a really, really bitter pill to swallow. And I'm just, I'm never going to stop missing what she brought to the table. I'm never going to get over her death. I'm never going to stop being upset about what's happened to her family in the aftermath. So that's why she's men and women.
0: See, I have mixed feelings because on one hand, I get you. But on the other, I honestly don't want her going back to that show, mainly because of the way she was treated. By her white counterparts.
4: Yeah, I get it, that. It, like,
0: it,
4: I, it, it like it's I. It's like
0: damn, it would take I a lot,
4: knowing what we know. Like it would it it would take a lot to. I don't know. It's like yeah. It's like I miss her, but I don't know that I would ever want Victoria Rowell to step back into that situation in that environment because it feels very much like I said it it was a it feels very much like Miss Sophia. all my life I had to fight (laughs) you know and I I like seeing her thrive and seeing her do what she's doing and and be in a, a place where she can create and she can bring things to life in an environment that works for her but it's just, like, for me as a fan of the character, I just, I really, really miss Drusilla. And I'm just, I'm not ever going to stop missing her.
0: I feel because I I was thinking about that the other day, actually, because I miss the character a lot. But it's like, fuck, man, do you really want someone to go back to that? <laughs> yeah. To that? Because me, personally, I wouldn't stand for it. And I... And I have a thing, like, if I won't stand for it, I won't, I, I can't make any, especially a Black person, but any other person go through that. So, yeah. And it sucks because you're right, she played a pivotal part in Black women getting story. She's the only, if we're being honest, other than Angie, who did. Lexi. Maybe a close third, but even still, you see why she left. It's like, damn, this genre. Tony, <laughs> I mean, aria number one.
5: So, um, <clears throat> my number one is, I think, what was Dylan's number five? Zach Brady's death in two thousand six. Um, it's one of those uh, character deaths that I've never, never ever gotten over. Um, mainly because of the outstanding acting from all involved, especially Christian Alfonso, who never got nominated for her acting. And to this day, I still don't get it. Um, But when you actually think about how heartbreaking this death is and how little time, like it's heartbreaking because like bone hope, barely got any time with Zach. Like
3: six years. Not even six years. No, four years. Because the first years. two years of his life he was gone.
5: They got like three years. It's kind of like like when I wrote this down, I had to think about his timeline and like for the first two years. Like it started from the fact that Bowen Hope didn't get a chance to raise him for two the first two years because of the baby switch. And then the truth came out. <clears throat> and for the like three following years everything was fine for it to end with chelsea being the one who killed him so uh, it was so heartbreaking he was just a little kid um just minding his business and then he got killed by his sister um and this his death um it did leave an impact on their lives i remember the conversation before and it drove a wedge between bone hope for a year so that is why it's my number one. I still cannot believe Christian Alfonso didn't get nominated.
3: I will die mad about that, literally.
5: Same. Um, yeah. So yeah, this is my number one. <laughs> still to this day, those scenes, oof, they get me.
3: Oh, every time. Tony, number one. My number one um, is similar to Arya's in that this is the death that actually stuck. This is the one death that actually stuck. But it was the catalyst to so many stories that I think the entire trajectory of the show would have changed had this character not died. And that character is Isabella Toscano. Like, oh. her, her death is so painful and it just it guts you but so much story came from her death like I do not think that the John and Marlena affair would have happened the way it happened if Isabella was not dead but backtracking like John and Isabella were were married they were together they had little Brady Brady was about five months old and Isabella was starting to suffer from some back pain So she went to the doctor. Her best friend Carly was a doctor. So she went to Carly. And Carly ran some tests. And she had pancreatic cancer. And she was dying. And she at that point, I think, had either weeks or months to live. And we literally saw her get the diagnosis. We saw her tell everybody. We saw John in complete denial. Like John would have gone broke trying to save her life Isabella had to go to Marlena and say look I need your help John is not accepting the situation and I need you to help him see that there is nothing that he can do to fix this and I need you to be there for him when I'm gone because I can't be and then you you see how much she means to so many people like she was Jack's first true friend Victor her father he started acting like a decent human being once, basically, once she got sick and her death completely changed the trajectory of his character. Like, when you look back and you think about it, so much of this show would be completely different if Isabella had not died. And for that, that is my number one.
1: That is well, a good then. choice. Thank you.
0: Well then, I guess it is time for my number one. My number one is the most recent death, and it is <laughs> Doctor Laura Spencer Horton. They killed Laura.
1: <laughs> Why am I <laughs> they, not surprised? Right. They
0: killed right? a <laughs> dead. They killed her like a two dollar an hour stagehand. <laughs> Go on, I, sorry. <laughs> you're a stagehand, not even a
4: day player.
0: No. A save
4: pain.
0: <laughs> oh
1: my God. I. Oh Lord.
0: Nick brought it up earlier. Dylan brought it up earlier. Why are y'all killing still viable legacy characters with so much potential for story? You had her involved in this Gwen mess, which was totally out of character. Is it not? Is it, uh, am I just being a stand or was that out of character? Because the I knew once those checks stopped being cashed she would have told someone that that's
3: where like I, I could see Laura lying to protect Jack and Jennifer's marriage but once she once the checks stopped being cashed and if she realized that the mother was gone or dead there is no way that she would have left Gwen in foster care that is exactly. where yeah
4: that's where they went hard left yeah but even with that, I was trying to work out the timing because at that time wasn't Laura still like
3: feeling Jack? She kind yeah, she kind of was, but
4: she. Which also... they
0: bastardized as well. Yeah. Sorry, I just had to put that out there.
3: Because I, well, I kind of feel
4: like she might have just stepped back and let whatever happen. Well, I, well, I, 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 okay. I always felt like I didn't know. I, I always kind of felt like. She wouldn't have actively tried to sink them, but I don't know that she would have went to those
3: lengths. I think she felt so guilty for and, hurting and even Jennifer still, and even loving Jack. And she knew that Jack wanted Jennifer. So I think in a way she would have done what she could to keep their marriage together because she loved Jack so much. But, she but knew that's what Jack wanted.
0: But even still, the timing is still off because when was this supposed to happen? 96 or 95?
3: 96, I think 96. 96. That's I think they had just gotten back from Aramid because they were married at the they were married and they got married in Aramid in night at the tail end of
0: 95. Peter and Jennifer, yeah, Peter. So and when they were, got like Peter, still, but she knew like that, if it but, was late 96, I don't think I would have bought that early 96. I'm still the whole thing was a time cluster fuck, that. Yeah, it happened, but the while you took it and the character defamation that they took that, well, it makes yeah. it not viable. Like, the, the story's not panning out because even by yeah. 96, Jack and Laura had talked and ended that. You know what I mean?
3: They ended it, but her feelings were still very much present despite she, she still wanted him even though he very much wanted Jennifer.
0: Yeah, it, <laughs> The store just didn't pan out, Ron. It, it was it bad. You have to,
3: you have yeah. to like majorly fan wink it to even make it a thing. But
2: <laughs> they didn't even have to involve Laura at <laughs> all, at all, at all. Thank you, Jack. had a straight baby. Bring... There we go. That's it. <laughs> just, that's all you needed to do. <laughs> Jack had a straight. <laughs> just,
0: just to bring her back and kill her the way you did, and then nothing happened to her killer it will always leave a bad taste in my mouth. And then on the behind-the-scenes level, you brought Jamie and Bauer back and did not inform her that her character was dying until she got a script. Which
3: is an unfortunate trend that really needs to fucking stop.
0: Not only that the aftermath of that, Marlena didn't even get to go to her friend's funeral.
3: Marlena hasn't even and mentioned it at all.
0: No, she hasn't. At
2: and, and this was long seeing, before the before the um, possession started. Too. Possession,
0: exactly. So I'm not buying that excuse either. But I seeing mean, what I see of Laura and Marlena's friendship in the '90s, oh, it's
3: infuriating. Yeah. I don't think they're. Writers. They had
0: the most pure ride or die friendship that I have seen. They are up there with Drew and Sharon when it comes to female friendships. And for Marlena to not have even mentioned it. Actually, during Marlena's, during Laura's funeral, Marlena was talking to Ben in the hospital chapel. Mm,
3: No, that was, that was after.
0: Was it? Even still, they pulled her out for that, but not not a mention, not a nod, no nothing.
5: I don't feel like the writers um, know how to develop a relationship well nowadays, or like how to nod towards it unless it's like for plot reasons um like there's a lot of of friendships on the show but we barely get to see it and the fact that we didn't even get a mention here it's the characters are still very isolated into their things.
3: I'm hoping that there was a mention like that it was written and that maybe we'll get it in one of the cutscenes they've been posting on youtube i will it will infuriate me to know that they that they thought it was something that needed to be cut
5: i mean but i will feel better
3: knowing that it was at least written they've cut so many
5: pivotal marlena scenes um two jarlena scenes one johnny marlena scene and then there was one bell and ej scene but a lot of like jarlena's family has been cut
0: which i I just don't understand like my my big thing is if you're planning to kill a character look up what legacy they have to that show yes there's a story about before a reason there's wikipedia for a reason
2: there's 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 nothing but ron
5: isn't that kind of writer
2: not, to be honest, it's not just Ron. None of these writers like. Yeah, write. it's not They, just him. they yeah. do not care.
4: <laughs> True, but like they're
2: gonna write. They're gonna write what show they want to write, and give it whatever Whether vision it they plays, have, regardless very... of how fans feel with the characters' history, anything.
0: It is. It, it's, it's bad. It, it, it makes your whole story after that terrible because people don't forget stuff like that. There's. A Google search could have told you that we wouldn't have taken Laura's death this way lightly. Would you A be Google okay with?
5: It, would you be okay with it
0: if,
5: like, she turned out like live some way? Yes, and,
0: and and see, and see, that's another thing because of how shitty you wrote her death and her subsequent funeral and the conversations about Laura after. It doesn't even seem like she's alive. It's still a 50-50 for me at this point. Mm. And, and that's another subject. You bastardized deaths so much and bringing people back in the past few years that we will never know what deaths are really a real thing anymore.
3: And even if even if you go out in the press and say the deaths are a real thing, you it, it don't mean shit because Ken Corday did exactly that during the necktie killer story. He said, there are going to be no more fake deaths. You know, when you die, you die. That's it, point blank, period, we're done. And yet Will is walking around free, which I'm glad because that is a death that never should have happened. But even when you say it, it's still not true.
2: That just speaks volumes of Ken because it seems like he just makes decisions on the fly.
3: I'm pretty sure that that is why John was brought back. Because I think when he died in 07, like, I think, I don't think, I don't know why he thought people would just magically accept this. But I think he was surprised at the negative reaction that John's death had. And so he was scrambling to fix it and enter Robo John.
5: But... Didn't that happen like really close to each other? Didn't John die in October twenty seven and, Mar- and John Robo John started to unfold in like January two thousand
3: eight. Yeah, but I think they were still relatively close to air by that point. I I think they they were still time to pivot it. I don't think they had they were still like a month between tape to air at that point, so they could this have why they it. Should-,
5: should stay that close to like from tape to air because it gives them time to change things.
3: They can't budgetarily and it, speaking and I we, I, we just kind of have to accept that at okay. this point.
2: I mean we do Do we? like is like I don't like, get, mis- it, okay. I don't get is, that how like, is the budget I, that mismanaged that you can't cl- you can't tape 3 months in advance <laughs>
1: like I have
2: heard it, what's, it doesn't what's going really on over impact there? the
5: budget. It gives them time off but I don't know budget wise if it does anything. But like it would benefit them way more being close to like from from tape to air if they were like a month ahead they could see because
0: those few months because those few months when they came back from COVID and everything was close to tape to air, Chef's Kiss. Yeah, it, I remember enjoying it a lot. Oh
1: yeah, that whole breakout
0: storyline that was good. It was close to air and it seemed like they were actually hearing us.
5: Yeah.
0: It it but was great. It would was grand. that. Once they hopped back to the three, six months ahead and just started writing whatever the hell they felt like, that's when it started getting terrible.
5: That's how you don't get to know what what is working and what is not working. And I know ro- Ron basically doesn't give a shit.
0: Why could be like, "Oh damn, they! Oh damn, they really did care about Laura. Let's run this back in a few months."
5: Yeah, at least it gives them like it's closer to when it airs, and it gives them opportunity to fix it if they want to, instead of us having to wait like almost a
3: year. Yeah i i I used to ch- I used to champion that just as loud as everybody else is now. Then COVID happened. And it made me grateful for the break because had we had to go on a COVID break, I do not think days would have survived
0: it. Well, my number one, Dr. Laura Spencer-Horton, I will always say your name. Does anyone have some um, honorable mentions?
2: Oh, yeah, I have them. Um, Go ahead. I'm going to say Hillary Curtis on The Young and the Restless. Uh, fuck you, Malloy. She's
0: dead in the ground.
2: She's dead Mm -hmm. in the ground. (laughs) And also from um, across the pond, um, on Holy Oaks.
3: Oh, yes.
2: Celeste Pharaoh, you sons of bitches fuck you hoes. I'm so sick of that shit. Y'all introduce Black characters all willy-nilly and write for them for six months and then don't do shit with them after and then suddenly just kill them off. And you've done it twice. And then promoting
3: a Black to Front episode with an all-Black cast, Black writers, Black producers, Black directors, and use it to serve as an exit for one of your Black characters.
2: And just, I... (sighs) the fact that that's all celeste and toby were good for pissed me off and they that, never
3: used them well when they had them yeah
2: there what are very few deaths there are very few deaths that make me stop watching a show celeste was one of them and hillary was the other i said fuck the show now holyos might have me back because they introduced another character but i'm never going back to y i just couldn't do it but, like, it's, it's
0: just so, it's so
2: short-sighted and narrow. Like, why would you do that? And you, my thing is, I would have no problem with a character being killed off if they were utilized well into their fullest potential while they he were never there. was. And if you're not, she wasn't. Toby wasn't. Lisa wasn't. Zach wasn't. Simone wasn't. Like, it's just <laughs> Louis, Louis wasn't. Louis wasn't. Like I can name all of the black characters that you did not use well. The only black characters I think they used well were Goldie's twins, Hunter and Prince. What about Mitchell? No, because he just disappeared. Like and it took sense. But
3: that was the that was the actor's choice though. Imran chose to leave.
2: Yeah, but they also recast Ollie and we don't need him. Oh, that's true. <laughs> like they could have found another good actor to play. Well, no, um, I think Mitchell. we did
3: at the time they recast Ollie, they had to because we were in the middle of the flash forward story.
2: Yeah. But they could have found a way to reintroduce Mitchell by now. There's but, him being gone this long; just don't make sense. That's that's a, a
4: that's a thing that's all soap to do with specifically with characters of color. Yeah, they they will go through twenty three white girls to find the right one. <laughs> but you know, Haley Chin. Oh no, well, she's just not working. We're just going to kill her. You know, (laughs) Zoe Buckingham. Well, Kiara wants to go. We're going to send Zoe off to model on a job and then just never, you know, come back to her life or her apartment, get her things. Like, no, we're not, we're not doing any of that. Like, but, but they will scour the earth to find the right white girl to make these white characters work. But if it's a character of color, it's a one and done. You might get two.
2: Or half-assed recaps out of spite, Frank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Valerie.
3: Thank yeah. you. Uh, even though he's
2: on w- contract, mode, do we want to say TJ? Um, like- it took years. <laughs> they never used him. Like He just showed up for the wedding and then he was just kind of around does anyone
0: else have another honorable mention Mm -hmm. okay so i guess i'll do mine since i didn't do the character from outside the show i have a tie for this one and it is myrtle fairgate and dixie Cooney martin on all my children
4: boy listen just when I thought I couldn't hate babe anymore than I
3: already hated babe. <laughs> the poison pancakes. Woo, child.
4: It should
0: have been babe. It should have been babe. It should have been, been babe. It should have been babe. It should have been babe. It should have been babe. <laughs> and her mama. They should have shared a stack of pancakes because I can't stand her mama either.
4: Speak on it.
0: <laughs> and then no, finding out years later of why they made the decision to kill Dixie fuck all you hoes for real like, <laughs> that, that's the best way I can put it they killed a real ass chill ass bitch from the south and I'll never let them forget it and as for murder have you watched I it yet say, I, I've watched it now I feel the same way about Myrtle fairgate as I do about Alice Horton that's the town, sweet lady. Like Yeah. And, and like when she died, I did not watch her. Funeral. It took me 10 years, actually more than 10 years, to actually watch her funeral. I didn't watch her funeral until November of 2021. Because Damn. that's myrtle, bro. Like <laughs> I, and I know all my children is out the air. But this is one of the reasons why I'm glad it is because I cannot picture Myrtle's boutique without Myrtle in it. Like <clears throat> by, the, by the time
3: she had died, I don't think we I don't think we'd seen the boutique in years.
0: Well, by the time she died, she had already retired. So they kind of retired that set too. But you know how soaps are, they like to bring stuff back. And I know that would be one of the things they would try to bring back. The only way I would accept that. As if Erica was running the boutique. That's it. That is all. Because Erica was Myrtle's daughter. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> when Mona died, Such, oh, Myrtle says, oh, okay. Erica. We, we, hold on. I don't shit on Mona. Now. That's big Mona. Hold on.
1: Not big Mona.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, when Mona died, we just put Myrtle's name above hers on the birth certificate. So... <laughs> That that is my outside picks. Lonely a Big Myrtle. And that's on my mama. But <laughs> you're
4: you're <laughs> not wrong, because all my children, especially like during the poison pancake era till the time that they went off, they had a habit of killing characters in really random ways. Stewart! And killing. Ki- oh, let's not talk about Ooh, that.
2: that was a bad one. That and was kill- so. One. That, was, that was so. As someone who watched that live, I was so confused about what the fuck was going on. <laughs> I was just, I'm like, wait a minute, which one day? Did-
0: <laughs> no, it was the reactions when they pulled back and saw it was Stewart that got me. Yeah, that. Yeah, that was sad. Oh,
4: baby. I will like so many times their cast had to save them from yeah. terrible decisions, like. Uh, listen, he was not my favorite character, but Josh Madden should have never been killed off. If you are going to undo a historic
3: listen, if you're going to undo America's abortion, you don't get to redo it w- later. Like, uh, you you don't kill, you, and then they killed him off
4: basically, stupidly for nothing. Yeah, like, that was, was random so too. Weird. I was, was, so
0: I was
2: watching them too because he
4: was because <laughs> he had already left. He was
2: already off the campus.
4: He was gone. He already moved on. He was gone. (laughs) And then they brought him back just to kill him for spare parts. Like, what are y'all doing?
0: See, Myrtle was one of those. The ashes died. Yeah, Myrtle Myrtle, Myrtle made sense. But but even Steve, that's big Myrtle. (laughs) I don't think I'll ever get over that death. And my other honorable mention is Jennifer Rose Horton. Um, I'm not doing this with you.
4: <laughs> Sorry.
0: When she left for Boston and died in that plane crash, I just
3: Sorry.
0: Sarah, I never got
3: over. I just like two weeks, FYI, just so you're aware.
0: Not my Jennifer Rose, she died. So long, live Jennifer Rose, and that is this episode, you guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? You are a mess. <laughs> Amen.
1: but we love you. And
3: that
0: is-, well, that is our humble little episode. Tune in next week for the new and improved soap this Salem style. Say goodbye, everyone. I'm going to go make a drink.
1: Bye, you
2: Later, y'all.